Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, hey, what's up? I'm so glad that you stumbled across our incredible podcast today. We have so much incredible content for you guys. We specialize in promoting small artists and women in the scene and just all demographics of people who don't get a lot of spotlight shed on to them. My biggest goal for you listening to this show is to find your brand new favorite artist, someone that isn't super famous yet that you can gatekeep to yourselves that you can share with your friends whatever it may be i know that there's a lot of hype in being a fan of an artist when they're at the beginning of their career and just being with them throughout the entirety of their music making journey and i know that that's something that's very special to a lot of music fans so this is absolutely the place to be if you're looking for a new artist to support and love Once again, thank you to all of my recurring listeners who tune in every single week or anyone who has even listened to one episode of Pop Punk Promo. Your guys' support means so much to me and it's actually astonishing that I actually have people from all over the world listening to my little podcast. It's awesome. You guys are amazing and I couldn't be here without all of you. I'm going to do something a little different and fun this week. So many of you know, Bronnie was a featured artist on the podcast a while back, and she is an incredible musician from the UK, and she is literally the most extravagant entrepreneur I've ever seen. She does everything. She has a website called Wicked Wix, and that's where she keeps all of her merchandise for her music endeavors. She also sells false eyelashes, wax melt, candles, and funky jewelry. She is literally the coolest human ever. And on top of this website and all of this cool design work, she also hosts her own radio show called The Brawny Show, which I think is absolutely insane. She is such a talented human being, and I just want to cast some spotlight on her this week. I thought it would be fun to do a giveaway contest for 15 British pound gift card to Brawny's store Wicked Wicks. So with this, you can buy some cool jewelry, you can buy some wax melts, you can buy yourself some Brawny merch. All of that goes right into her fund to create more music for her new album coming out, all of that good stuff. So in order to win the 15 pound gift card, I would like you guys to create your best TikTok using Brawny's brand new song, Your Ex-Girlfriend. All you have to do is post a video using the sound, and make sure you tag me on TikTok at Pop Punk Promo. And that's it. That's where you'll be entered. If you'd like to, you can also tag a couple of friends just so that they can see it and get the word out about her brand new song, which is also the leading single on her new album, which I cannot wait for. That is coming out in the spring. I am so excited. Make sure as soon as you are finished listening to this week's episode, you run over to TikTok, make the best video ever for Bronnie's song, Your Ex-Girlfriend. You could win a 15-pound gift card to her Wicked Wicks store. You guys, it is awesome quality material. I've bought some of her wax melts. They're incredible. You can even get some merch. You can buy false eyelashes, which are Bronnie's iconic thing that she does. And you guys, 
It's amazing. You're going to love it. So make sure you get your entries in for your chance to win that gift card. Heads up, you do not have to be from the UK to win this prize. Everything can be converted to US dollars or whatever currency you use when I send over the gift card. The only disclaimer I make is that since this is a small business, shipping is a bit high if you are outside of the UK. I have personally bought several items from this site and the shipping was about $27. So just a heads up, you will get your product for free, but you will still have to pay for shipping. Another quick reminder to any musicians who are looking for a little extra promo and you'd like to be featured on the podcast, make sure you check out poppunkpromo.com. And if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, I've got a featured artist inquiry form that you can fill out for a chance to be featured on the podcast. The only real criteria I have for being featured is that you must be a small artist or a woman in the scene and you just have to be a good fucking person. That's all. We know that the scene has been very corrupt with not so great people in the past and my mantra is just to promote good, honest people who are in it for the music, who just want others to hear their art. That's all. So... If you've got allegations, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to be featured on here because I must protect my brand and my honesty and my need to change the scene for the better. It is very rare that I turn down an artist for an interview, so if you put in the application at poppunkpromo.com, it is more than likely that you'll hear back from me in the next few weeks. So make sure you go to poppunkpromo.com and fill out that featured artist inquiry if you are a musician interested in getting a featured artist segment. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, let's dive into some pop punk news. The summer is winding down, we are exiting festival season, and fall tour lineups are beginning to be announced, and I've got a few of them at the ready for you right now. First up is the main with the Sweet 16 tour. This is a celebration of 16 years of the main being together and making music for us. Over the last 16 years, The Main have released nine studio albums, starting with Can't Stop, Won't Stop, moving into Black and White, then Pioneer, moving on to Forever Halloween, followed by American Candy, then Lovely Little Lonely, followed by You Are Okay, then XOXO, and finally, their latest self-titled album, The Main. This is a North American tour set to start on November 10th in San Diego, and they will work their way throughout the U.S. into the end of the year. The tour extends two dates into 2024, and that would be Phoenix on January 20th and ending with Mexico City on March 23rd. The openers have not yet been announced, but are scheduled to be announced tomorrow on Friday. Pre-sale tickets are already available with public on-sale beginning tomorrow at 10 a.m. local time. 
I've been able to see The Main a few times in concert and they always put on an incredible show. So make sure to check out their website and their social media for the full list of locations that they will be touring to this fall. Next up, we've got the hottest Midwest emo band in the scene right now. Hot Mulligan is touring this fall with the Why Would I Watch tour. They are bringing Heart Attack Man, Spanish Love Songs, and Ben Quad with them on tour. This tour kicks off on November 8th in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they roll through the United States. They've got two shows in different parts of New York. They've got two shows in Florida. They've got four shows in California, two shows in Texas, and two in Chicago. This is crazy, you guys. I just listed the cities slash states that have two or more shows in them. That is just the beginning. They are going to so many other cities throughout the United States as well. So make sure you check out their website and social media for a full list of where to catch them on tour. Hot Mulligan has become a highly popular Midwest emo genre band in the scene and you're not going to want to miss your chance to see them on tour. I have so many friends that are just absolutely in love with them. And I know you guys are going to love them too. So make sure you check out where you can catch them this fall. Last but not least, we have Mr. Wives bringing the Don't Look Down tour. They will be touring with Bishop Briggs, Natalie Jane, and Raffaella. A little fun fact I learned this week about this tour is that one of my coworkers. Her boyfriend is actually the drummer for Raffaella, and I think that's insane. I was just talking with her at work, and she was like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend's, like, opening for Mr. Wives. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to that show. So, yeah, if you guys are interested, Raffaella's drummer is my coworker's boyfriend, which is just strange news, I guess. But, yeah, kind of a cool, weird, like, small world type of thing. Anyway, this tour is set to begin on September 8th in Nashville, Tennessee. And once again, it's going to make its way throughout the U.S. The first leg is going to have Raffaella on it. The second leg, beginning on September 26th in Indianapolis, will have Natalie Jane on it. Bishop Briggs will be there for the entire tour. And the tour itself wraps up on October 15th in Seattle, Washington. You're not going to want to miss this. Mr. Wives is also another female-led artist. They are insane. I am going to be going. I'm bringing my girlfriend. She loves Mr. Wives, so I'm super excited to treat her to this show. And you guys should treat yourselves as well. It's going to be amazing. Make sure you keep up with Mr. Wives on social media for the full list of dates that you can go to catch them on tour. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It is time for our featured artist segment. I am very excited to bring you guys this incredible artist this week. It is another interview with a female lead, and I just can't wait. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Feel Good. All right. Hey, everyone. We are here with a couple members of Feel Good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. really good. Thanks so much for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to have you guys on here. It is 
Yeah, I'm so excited. You guys are so cool and I can't wait. So um, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners with your names, pronouns, and what you guys do in the band? Yeah, for sure. My name is Mary and I'm our lead vocalist. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And nice. um, yeah, go ahead, Mac. I'm Mac. Uh, I play the piano for Feel Good and I'm uh, he, him. Nice. Yay. Oh my gosh. And then who are we missing today? Who are the other members? Not featured today. We have Mark on the guitar and Tanner on the bass and Drew on the drums. Nice. Yay. You've got a full crew. Who is that in the background? I see a little puppy. That Who is my pooch, Scout. <laughs> Cute. He's a Scout. <laughs> Your old man. He is, oh. He's an old dog. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. My dog is thankfully being quiet she is a little bit of a brat sometimes but i love her so <laughs> yeah she likes to to bark at noises she doesn't understand so you know <laughs> so if that happens that's why so <laughs> but anyway thank you guys for joining me today i'm so excited to get started where are you guys from and how long have you guys been making music together you take this one okay uh we're from omaha uh nice. omaha nebraska um, me and Mary have been uh, making music together for, I would say, probably 15 years now. That's um, nice. Yeah. So, wow. Um, yeah. So Wait, you, say, you say you guys are siblings? Yeah. Yes, oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. So oh we've been doing that for a while. Um, we met Mark and Tanner uh, in 2019, and then uh, Drew joined us uh, in very early 2020 very late 2019 because that's when we started playing shows yeah so um nice. i feel good perfect been... time for covid yeah. <laughs> no <Yeah>. kidding <laughs> i know that kind of just ruined everything for everyone didn't it it's yeah. just not a great time but yeah so do you guys do shows just kind of around omaha or have you guys done stuff like outside of omaha well, technically, um, Council Bluffs is a city that is technically in Iowa, and we go there, and there's a city called Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where the University of Nebraska at Lincoln is at, so it's a pretty nice college town that we've played in a few yes. times, but other than that, we would love to expand, maybe check out Kansas City, Missouri, yeah, Wine, uh, Iowa would be fun. Yeah, uh, definitely want to branch out a little bit. Yeah, that would be awesome. And how how far is Omaha from like the Twin Cities, like Minneapolis? Is that like like, five hours? Five hours? Yeah. Okay. I'm from Minneapolis, so that would be kind of cool to expand your reach up here too. We have a ton of different music venues to choose from, and that would be a great scene to start with, I think, too. Yeah. So, we have some really good friends yeah. in Minneapolis that have traveled to a few of our shows. Um, that are constantly trying to get us to to go out there and get something booked so that's definitely on yeah it's on our radar for sure Ooh, that would be awesome i would totally come out to a show if you guys come up here so i i love live music obviously that's why i'm doing this and i i love going and seeing artists for the first time and it's it's just such a blast so i would love that but yeah, yeah. so yeah, it sounds like you guys have been doing music for a while, and it's cool. You guys are siblings. I love that. Um, I, I have a twin sister, actually. That would be so cool if if we, like, did music together. I, I've always thought about that, but 
I can't like sing or anything. I mean, I can play like saxophone and she plays flute, but that's like it. So we need to find s some other buddies to join, you know, but <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. Oh my gosh, that'd that be, be really cool. cool. I love the saxophone. I'm jealous that you can do that. I can't. Yeah, just... I've been playing it for like, like 12 years now, I think something oh, wow. like that. It's been, it's been a long portion of my life. So yeah, it's super fun. And I, I love when I see like saxophones in pop punk music because yes. I'm like, like it's it's a sound that you don't normally hear in that genre. And then I'm like, yo, I could do that. Like, why aren't I on like a touring band? Whatever. Like, that would be so cool. Yes. Uh, Bill Murray recently came through Omaha. There's an artist called Bill Murray. He had a super cool chick on the sax and it was it was awesome. Oh, my God. I, I like die when I see that. Um grayscale they they have some saxophone in some of their songs too and they, they play it live i think that's that's so dope whenever they do that like that oh it just like lights me up i love it have you heard of the band keep flying no i don't think so they, they have like uh they have saxophone trumpet they have like several oh my gosh and they all play live and they they like do a little bit of like choreographed stuff on stage and stuff. It's it's insane. You should you should check them out. That They're sounds really so fun. I I would definitely love something like that. Like I I like geek out when I see just like normal like random like classical instruments, you know, or like marching band instruments in like pop punk. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like right. it adds like a new flavor too. So yeah. But anyway, you guys have a ton of different moving parts. You guys have all known each other for different amounts of time and post-COVID now you guys are are hitting it off and you guys are making things happen that's so cool yes yeah absolutely congratulations on all of that that's amazing and I hope you guys do get to go out and tour other cities soon and maybe catch a really good opening gig that would be super sick so yeah yes that would yeah. be incredible we're trying to manifest we're big believers yes and putting in vibes and trying to welcome them back so yes i'm a big manifester so i i am all about sending out the good vibes and i i will try and make that happen for you guys or at least help as much as i can so. <laughs> i mean opportunities like this help a ton so you're already off to do a good start with helping so thank you, you we appreciate it yeah of course and i guess so do you want to kind of describe what you guys would consider to be like your personal brand and music style like what do you guys want people to associate feel good with obviously probably feel good vibes but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of a given uh, you're not wrong there I will say um, it's really foundational to us, um, kindness and spreading as much kindness and positivity as we can, whether, I mean, not every day is going to be a good day, but even if we can give someone a place of uh, just kind of like a safe place to go and, and feel what they need to feel and work out what they need to work out and um, have someone to relate to and... Yeah someone who maybe can make them feel like they're not super alone. Yeah, I love that message. Yeah. And I feel like that's so much of like what pop punk is, you know, it's about community. It's about making each other feel better. It's about being there for each other. And I love that. And I, I love that that's just entirely what you guys embody in, in your music. And yeah, that's cool. Thank you. It's kind of cliche, but I mean, it's true. I think that's the reason why most musicians make music. Is mm -hmm. A lot of times it is for yourself, but kind of through, at least personally, like the 
the therapy and the therapeutic sense it gives me when I'm writing music. I can only hope that someone out there, and it's been interesting too, like having people give feedback and how they've taken the song and been like, oh, whoa, when I was writing the lyrics, that's like not my approach that I had at all, but I'm so glad that someone's able to take it and internalize it however they need to. Yeah, I suppose that, yeah, that is something that I, I don't think about too often. I, I guess when artists are like, yeah, I wrote this for this purpose and someone goes, that's not at all how I interpreted it. Like, do you, do you think that's super cool when people approach you and tell you like, this is how I thought the song was like what it's supposed to be. And, you know, like, does that make you guys like, like feel good and stuff? Do you, do you enjoy those interpretations? I really do. Cause I, I write all of our lyrics. And so of course I know what I intended with the words or how, how I was approaching it from whatever situation I was going through and then hearing how someone, whatever situation they're going through and how they took it, it's just, it really puts a perspective on how you have no idea what people are going through. Yeah. It's only fair to treat everyone with kindness because it's like, I, wow, like that meant something totally different to me. And selfishly, I wasn't thinking about how other people were going to take it in that moment. Yeah. But hearing that it means something to them, especially if it helped them, you know, kind of heal whatever whatever demon they are facing and it's it's really cool I love it yeah that is cool and I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about music in general is that everything is up to interpretation even if you think like even as a writer if you think it's very cut and dry and you're like yeah they're gonna understand this it's like they might understand where you're coming from but they have other experiences that make them feel a different way and I think that's just so beautiful exactly and it kind of like puts me in my place too of like I'm what I'm going through is my personal experience and everyone else is going through something if not a lot more and it kind of like deflates my ego a little bit (laughs) yeah everyone's going through something and sometimes I gotta chill (laughs) (laughs) I felt that it's like it's so easy to be caught up in everything in your own life and you're like man this is such a huge deal and then someone's like man and they tell you something else that you're like wow this doesn't seem so bad I guess but yeah it's you like, know I, it's it's I, not to like downgrade your own experiences but it's just it's very cool to see how people interact to different things like exactly. they interpret the same thing different ways based on what they've perceived in their life and what what they've gone through I, I just think that's so beautiful 100 percent. no exactly yeah it's very humbling it is. Yeah. Um, so I guess another question for you, Mary. So on this, the podcast, I talk to women about their experiences in the industry and kind of any discrimination you, you felt and stuff like that, because women often get the short end of the stick in the music industry. So I'm just wondering, um, what has your experience been like as a woman in the industry? And have you felt any sort of discrimination or anything? You know, I feel really, really lucky to say that I think um, overall I've been treated very fairly. The Omaha music scene does a really good job of uplifting women in our scene and supporting us. And my only complaint is sometimes in the green room, um, the urinal, the seat will be left up. 
And <laughs> literally my only complaint. Well, <laughs> on the bill and I'm just like, dang, I wish they would put the seat back down. But You I know, mean, that is fair. Also, <laughs> that is fair. But that is so good to hear, though. It's it's yeah. really it's really good to hear that you haven't felt anything sort of, you know, tragic or any any sort of pushback just for your gender that is excellent and i hope it doesn't change um yeah i've, I've just heard a lot of really terrible stories from so many women about you know producers like taking advantage of them and this that the other thing not be able to get gigs so yeah they're very diy and yeah. our bassist tanner is technically our producer Ooh. so if there was ever anything to happen there um things i it would be brought to his attention very quickly because we work very closely together and but that's not even in the question with yeah. Tan. there's maybe been a few times we're like rolling up to a show and i'll be carrying our merch box and a wife or something will be like oh merch is over there yeah but husband like actually i i'm a singer i'm you're like it's me i am the talent <laughs> yeah so there's maybe been like a few times but it's never like in haste and it's never intentional it's just yeah people don't expect me uh to be a vocalist because i guess it's not very common with some of the genres but we have some really killer female vocalists out of Omaha that maybe aren't like completely in our genre, but. Ooh, I would be interested to learn more about some of them. If you want to send some of them my way, I would definitely like listen and potentially interview them. You know, yeah. I, I mainly specialize in pop punk, but it kind of varies. Sometimes it's like alt pop, like pop rock. I don't know. You know, it kind of just yeah. depends. Indie rock, whatever. Like it's yeah. just, it's a name. I like pop punk, so whatever. <laughs> and I feel like pop punk has changed so much in the last few years. It's not quite what it used to be. It's very genre shifty now. Like there's people who are sort of pop punk, but not like what you think of classic pop punk. So yeah, send them my way. I would love to sure, talk yeah, to them. Absolutely. So. <laughs> gotta, awesome. gotta be there for each other. I'd love to, to throw them your way. Yeah, I would love to. And obviously, I, I love female vocalists. That's kind of why I'm here. And not even just female leads, though. If there's any women in any band, I'm like, that that is important, you know? Like, I everyone loves a good band dude, whatever. But that's that's the way it's always been. And they always seem to be the ones that get successful very quickly, you know? So I wanted to highlight people who don't necessarily have the same advantages that you know some some white dudes would have you know what i mean <laughs> well so, we appreciate it yeah 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 and you guys are so talented obviously too and i yeah i'm all for a badass woman yeah. so <laughs> hell yeah i love your style by the way you've got some cool necklaces on you've got you got the nose ring you've got the whole thing i love it <laughs> work hard on our brand i guess but the style part comes easy i wear what i want to yeah <laughs> I, yeah as you should because yeah. why why would you let anyone else tell you what who you should be you know yeah That's i'm like very pop punk of you if you're letting people tell you who you are <laughs> yeah, exactly 
sure. <laughs> I love that. All right. So you guys, I'm assuming, are are just independent then, since you guys have your your producers, your drummer, I think you said, and bassist. Yeah. Yes. Bassist. Okay, yes, bassist. Cool. Do you guys like being independent or how has that kind of been for you guys? I will say in terms of our opportunities, um, we're really happy where we're sitting. Maybe for a budget, it would be nice to, to be yeah. to have more money accessible because that is one thing that I feel like it's kind of talked about, but not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. There is undeniably if you want to have success on socials and with the numbers and everything, you have to be willing to, to advertise and mm -hmm. that means money. And sometimes yep. that's where really, really talented bands that maybe just aren't in a position to have a budget that is necessary for the numbers that you want to see. It's really unfortunate, but, yeah. uh, that's something that we work really hard on is organic branding and advertising and and trying to just prove to people that our talent is enough, but it's not always that easy. So yeah, no kidding. And that's kind of where like TikTok comes into play nowadays. I'm assuming are you guys on TikTok? Yes. We've gotten much better in the past couple of months. <laughs> For a while I was very stubborn and I I because I run our social media and I was a little stubborn and stuck in my ways of like, I don't know if I want to be considered a TikTok band. Not that there's anything against that. I just was very <laughs> determined to do things organically and not try as hard maybe as yeah. uh, I knew deep down that I needed to. <laughs> yeah. I decided it was the right thing to do. And so we've been committed to the TikTok game, but it's, it's not as easy as just, you know, no. Posting at the right time with the right caption and the right hashtag. There's yeah, a little magic, a lot of hard work. Yeah, it's difficult for sure. And it's it's not always easy to know when it's going to pay off either. And <laughs> you hear of a lot of, of like people going famous to TikTok. Like Leah Kate was one of them. I think Taylor Acorn was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, Lolo a little bit. Like there's, there's some people that, you know, that... They got the one, the one good hit and everyone just got it in their ear. And like, if you're lucky enough for that to happen, that's incredible. But sometimes it just, it's not the way it works. And it is a yeah. tough game to play for sure. Don't get me wrong. I would love for that to happen. And I'm gonna yeah. continuing to hope it does and keep posting and keep grinding. But it's funny before we were on TikTok, people would always say, you just got to post that one video. And it just sounded so easy. And then they make it sound easy. <laughs> We're doing the trends. <laughs> I mean, that helps. I mean, and honestly, so many people are like, man, this was such a flop. I only got 200 views, but it's like, that's 200 people that maybe have never heard of you before. And even if it was just for a second, that might've been, Ooh, that was cool. And they might've gone to check out your Spotify page or they might've shared it with someone else or you never know, you know, like even the smallest of like accomplishments, end up making a big difference yeah. in the long run. You know what I mean? So butterfly effect. Yes, exactly. Never know. You never know. What it's, and you never know like what's behind those viral videos. Like it's, 
up to the algorithm gods because <laughs> you have no idea. I know. Um, and I, I saw some something somewhere that was like, if your video like doesn't take off within the first like 20 or 30 minutes of it being posted, like it's just not gonna exceed that, like, you know, mm -hmm. like the thousand mark or anything like that, which I think is so crazy. Like, I don't know how the algorithm chooses who sees what and when or what's considered popular it's it's just a very interesting thing interesting. yeah for sure but yeah but keep but keep it up though you know like as much as it's it's hard work and sometimes you're like is it paying off like it is even if it doesn't feel like it you know like people are still seeing you and finding you and obviously that's that's how we are here today you know i i don't even remember where i found you i found you somewhere and i was like hey they're a cool band why don't i chat with them so hey and, you know it was working. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite literally how I'm doing my my podcasting work right now. You know, it's like I'm scrolling through all the all of the social media and I go, where where are the cool pop punk bands? Where are the cool people with with women in their bands? Where are the the female leads and and without any of that, we wouldn't be here. So <laughs> but yeah, so I guess TikTok aside, um what would you guys consider to be some of um, the musicians that inspire your personal music style the most? And who are some of your favorite musicians to, to pull from when you guys are, are writing? Um, I would say older Mayday Parade. Yeah. Because uh, I, I do a lot of the music writing. Mary writes all the lyrics. Um, yeah. I do a lot of the, the writing of the music. And I would say for sure... Older Mayday Parade, um, Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Um, the and Wonder Years. The Wonder that yeah, you read my mind. That was gonna be the, <laughs> especially as of lately, the Wonder Years, um, their last two or three albums have been just like incredibly influential for me. Um nice. that that would be where I think I pull most influence yeah. from um when it comes to the actual writing of the music i don't know about you when it comes to lyrics i think you've always just kind of done your own thing with lyrics yeah lyrically um i will say i have like vocal inspirations for sure of artists that their lyrics could be awful and i wouldn't care i would still just listen and like study their vocals and how they breathe and uh, i for sure growing up kelly clarkson was a huge I ironically I kind of went through a phase and I'm still <laughs> in a phase that lasted a long time. Uh, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, musically is um huge and Haley Williams, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Tori Kelly is another huge Ooh. oh my god, her voice is like butter, just yeah. incredible. Yeah. Oh my god, incredible. But yeah, musically, I definitely I, I hear the the early Mayday Parade, and that's that's like my favorite time for Mayday Parade. Like their first album is is my favorite. So, oh my god, yeah, I see that for sure. Like you guys definitely give a very classic pop punk vibe, especially in your new album, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But I every every one of them sound like they could have been written in the early 2000s, and I love it. It's, it, it's a compliment, so I love it. <laughs> we never really know where to place ourselves in terms of genre, especially with the new album. It's kind of been like... Took a little more of a pop-punk turn, for sure. Yeah. A lot more energy in the newer album. 
Yeah, it's it's wonderful. I love it. I, I was sitting down listening to it a little bit this morning eat, while eating some breakfast, you know, and I, yeah, it's it's amazing. I really, really love what you guys are doing. So I guess let's segue into that. Let's talk about your new album, Bluebird. Is yeah. this like, is it, this is your first album, is that right, your debut? Yeah, more or less, right? We, we had an album called Roots Intertwined. It was only eight songs, um, okay. and it was a complete uh, byproduct of COVID. We couldn't play. <laughs> we released our first EP in March of 2019 yeah. or 2020, like right when COVID started getting like lockdowns and stuff. So instead of being able to play shows and 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 play the songs that we had just put out, we just stayed in the studio and kept writing. But Bluebird, yeah. I would say you're you're correct in calling it like the debut, like full length album. Yeah, yeah, full length for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. There's how many songs are on it? There's a there's a lot of them. Is it twelve? Twelve, nice. Yeah, it is an awesome full length album. Do you guys want to just go dive into it? Tell us about maybe what your favorite tracks are from it. Kind of what the inspiration was while writing it. Maybe just take us back to to where you guys were at when it was all going down. Yeah, for sure. So I guess. Um, it's definitely not in order of how they were written chronologically. They are all over the place. And we did release, we had quite a few singles that we put out um, really over the past like year. We tried to keep the singles coming and keep patience there because we were really wanting to perfect this album. And it really is focused around kind of the journey that is healing and working on yourself and kind of taking off the rose colored glasses, maybe um, that not everything is perfect in sunshine and rainbows. And it isn't necessarily possible to get to that, but there are a lot of things you can do to work towards that. And Bluebird is kind of, very reminiscent of a bluebird breaking out of its cage and just kind of breaking free and whatever chains you may be carrying breaking free of them so yeah i love that and i wanted to talk about the artwork too because that was like the first thing i noticed when i looked at it it it's so cool do you like who who, who does like your artwork that would be me. It's you. You're so talented. Oh my God. I, I, it's so cutesy. And I, I literally like was in the kitchen and I was, I, I went to, up to my girlfriend and I was like, look at this artwork. It's so pretty. Like, I, I think it's so cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I have to put a picture of it like in the post so that people know what I'm like referencing because it's, it's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's actually pieces of so as we were working on the singles and we were very meticulous in planning out when they came out um it was kind of seasonally driven mm -hmm. right to match the energy of the song with the season that we are putting it out and really focusing the cover art for each single to kind of be a story yeah progress towards the full bluebird and the cover for the album features different elements from each artwork for the singles. So like the house, the cabin from Flyway, Flyway Bluebird, and then mm -hmm. a little gravestone from Dancing with Ghosts. Oh, that's so cute. There are a bunch of Easter oh. eggs. I love <laughs> that. 
head. They're all exploding out of my head because that's what this album feels like for me. It literally feels like my diary, just like, just like my brain exploding and hoping <laughs> everyone can just like catch it. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I, I love the interpretation of it too. And it's, it's just like, it's so cutesy too. Like I love little like cutesy cartoony, like artwork I don't know and I I love that it all it all connects together with with the singles and it's it's so well done so you guys did great a great job yeah that's so good to hear I really appreciate that thank you so much yeah I love it and like obviously album artwork isn't everything but having good artwork is always like a good attractor you know for people they're like "Ooh, that's cute maybe I should listen to it and I think that's I don't know that's that's the way I am so I love it you guys did a great job thank you yeah you're welcome I guess you did a great job you're the artist (laughs) you did a great job (laughs) it helps support the brand that I am slowly creating for us so yeah it's cute it's cute. I love it. And yeah, like I said, it's very cohesive with, with all the songs. And I, yeah, I love that it all goes together. It all makes sense. And you can understand kind of the storyline. It's perfect. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I guess, okay, so we're going to stem off in a different dire- direction now. Um, so we talked about some of you guys' like personal um, style or inspirations for like your style and lyrics and stuff. But what would you guys say would be like your dream like top three artists to go like on tour with top three musicians oh man that's you guys have different ones you can tell me different ones do you have immediately that jump out to you um there's some bands that i've or like we've seen live a lot and uh have like watched them grow um because we got really into like the pop punk scene Mm-hmm. In like 2016, 2017, like that's when we started seeing a lot of bands like, uh, like, um, Can't Swim yeah. and Microwave, um, The Wonder Years. You know, yeah. like I feel like that there was like you know Knuckle Puck and um, and and those types of bands. Like, but I don't know if I would necessarily choose them as like, oh, it'd be so cool to go on tour with them. Like it would, but yeah, I would have to think like a dream band to go on tour with right now i think it would be cool maybe to do like a female fronted tour with like me and demi lovato and paramore and that would be sick and um who else sydney sprague i think sydney sprague is super cool i would love to tour with her Ooh, are you guys familiar with Sand Atlantic at all? Yes. 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 I think that would be sick. too. I would love, I feel like there's bands that I would tour with because I feel like we'd be a good fit genre wise. And then there are bands that I would love to tour with just because I would love to hang out with them and yeah. just yeah. fuck around. And but I feel like if a, in a dream world, just like a super female focused really rap girls would be cool hell yeah i'm so for that and i've talked about this with a ton of other women in in other interviews and we all are under like the same like agreement that we just want a giant female festival just a (laughs) woman festival I, i i don't even care what genre it is i think it would just be so sick like you know 
Did you say this? Yeah, there's there's a there's a all female uh, like music thing happening in Omaha tonight. In like, Omaha, oh my like, god, or whatever. Oh, like, uh, Mad Darling. Yeah, Mad Darling. Yeah, there's like five or six. Oh, cool. Um, I missed the boat on that one. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, maybe you guys can turn up and and hand them some some stickers or something and be like, hey, maybe next time we can join. Thank you. you know? There's another Twitch festival going on tonight that I'm going to with a lot of our buddies that are playing, but we um we have our own show next month that we are trying to focus on and stuff. So Ooh. yeah. That's exciting. Is that is that gonna be in Omaha? Yes, mm -hmm. it is our hourly show party, if you will. And we will party. <laughs> As you should. It's a celebration. You should party. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Um, yeah, that's so cool. Um, you said that's next month. What's the what's the date so we can promote Friday, tomorrow? September 1st. Ooh, exciting. Oh my god, congratulations. We have a really cool lineup, a lot of really cool bands. Omaha has a very awesome music scene like a ton of talent coming through and out of omaha it's it's been a fun little community to kind of build and be a part of and yeah for an introvert to be to want to be a part of a community is a community. <laughs> <laughs> i i feel you so much on that i i definitely am like shy sometimes i'm like oh i don't like talking to people but then i'm like here interviewing people and i'm like it, it's a good it's a good way for me to step out of my comfort zone for sure so. yeah, no you're doing a great job thank you and you are too so <laughs> hype train here but yeah i i don't think i've interviewed anyone from omaha yet so i i haven't actually heard any other talent from omaha so maybe you'll have to send some people my way because yeah. i'm very intrigued so yeah can. Yeah, please do. Because I, as you know, I'm always looking for people to talk to and to, to interview and promote. So send yeah. it my way. <laughs> yeah, happy to. Yeah. But um, so is that your only live show coming up? Just the, just the one next month? The big boy. Nice. Yes. Ooh, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully, you know, after that, maybe... You'll get some other ones. Maybe we can get you an opening act sometime. I'm again manifesting. That would be amazing. Ooh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That would be incredible. But yeah. So, you know, you've got the the upcoming show. You've got your brand new album release. That's all very very good stuff. So, um, let's see. What is one song written by another artist that you wish you would have written yourself, Mary? Oh man. I'm so bad with thinking of these off the top of my head. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I ask tough questions like that sometimes. And I'm like, is this mean? But I'm like, I want to know. Like, <laughs> you be the anchor all I Um, It's hard. That's a good one. That's so funny you say that because I just listened to You Be the Anchor for like two days ago. And I was like, God, this is such a good song. <laughs> um do you have any for you let me think music wise i think really a lot of those a lesson in romantics made a parade songs oh um you know i like that's just like home for me that whole album mm -hmm. uh, me too but there's some uh there's a band called safe face that put out an album a few years ago um that's really like reminiscent of 
the My Chemical Romance, you know, Three Cheers and Black Parade. Yeah. Um, and there's just a few songs on that album that whenever I listen to it, some of the like uh like the guitar um layering and like the tones that they picked for for like their lead guitar and stuff like it's it's really really uh up my alley um that's amazing yeah stop thinking (laughs) don't forget by demi oh that's a great one yeah (laughs) and like it is just composed so beautifully and like the treatment on her vocals is so nice and i mean that song like kind of i maybe i can't stop thinking about that as an answer because it it definitely inspired me to like expand my vocal bandwidth and try to like really challenge myself but i just that song is just so good yeah <laughs> that album is so good yeah i appreciate it i i love your love of demi lovato you you <laughs> mentioned her a lot and i love it i love it yeah i mean someone that i i always kind of forget is there like I don't know if that makes sense like she's so famous but sometimes I forget how relevant she is still and like I I love that I love that answer yeah and I think there's something to I don't know someone who's able to be just like painfully honest and super vulnerable with their fans and yeah and she's had a hard life too she's been through a lot of stuff too and yeah it's it's really powerful when you can captivate your audience with with stuff like that so yeah yeah but then i also he said all i wanted by paramore which is yeah. one of my all-time faves it's just classic yeah. so good oh my god i i saw paramore this week you guys for the first oh. time and i think it changed my life forever like <laughs> i i was like the second row in the pit and i couldn't even believe that Haley was that close to me i was like you guys i'm gonna sob like it was oh it was a magical God. evening <laughs> oh man so i have mad respect for even just mentioning her name like <laughs> i think it would be wrong of me not to that is definitely like the number one comparison that we get more yeah. than is yeah which yeah. i love that but i also hate it because <laughs> because because Haley and yes. Avril are the only two women that were like significant in pop punk for so long. And as as talented and as wonderful as they are, it makes me sad that there's not other people to compare it to. You know what I mean? So Especially because yeah. I'm a chick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, literally. I think two people just like in their brain, they connect me to Haley Williams because I have red hair and I yeah when I say well, and pe- people have even said that to me like they're like oh your hair is giving Haley Williams and I'm like thank you I use her hair dye brand so I kind of hope it does but like <laughs> but I'm like is that the only person you can compare me to like yes, I don't look anything like her otherwise so it's just it's just funny to me so it's probably exhausting yeah. for her that must that's a lot of pressure that's a lot of power to have you know and Thank God she's a very, very good person, but it's just, that's so much power and so much pressure to have on yourself, you know? So she's doing a good job, I think. So I I think we all could hope to be like her one day. Yes, I totally aspire to be very much like her. Yeah, and I I think you could be. person, but she's a person to be, to have as a role model. So. Yeah, I, honestly, it's impressive considering how young she was when Paramore started too. It's it's impressive that she's 
grown up to be such a, a, a good, honest, just genuine human being, you know, like not saying that it's hard to be, but like so many people growing up in the public, I end up with just very difficult trails. So the yeah. longevity is incredible. Yeah, it is. And she's still out there like yeah. tearing up the stage. It's amazing. <laughs> Seriously. That yeah. is something to to be to aspire to have and to be. Yeah, it is. And I, I'm manifesting that for you guys. You you can be whatever you want. And if you want to be the next Haley Williams, <laughs> girl, do it. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Another turn here. So what would you guys consider to be the coolest thing that's happened in your careers thus far? I have an answer. I have one too. Okay. <laughs> I would just say anytime anyone's reached out um, to say that one of our songs helped them with a difficult time, uh, whether it's a comment on a YouTube video or a direct message or just in, in sometimes in person, people will tell us that. Um, cause that was definitely the, the one main goal for, for me, for writing is to reach as many people as possible and to make it an, you know, an impact. Cause I've had moments where I'm listening to a song and it really just makes me feel a certain way or it, you know, uh, helps me with something or just, you know, really impacts my life in one way or another. So th yeah. that, that would be my answer. Did I steal your answer? You did, but I can, I have another one. I can okay. say here. <laughs> the coolest though yeah. is when someone just lets you know the impact you've had on them. Cause there's a lot of times you don't, you go about your day and you don't really think about it. And then someone reminds you and it's like, oh yeah, no, that's really cool. But I would say the other really cool thing is just being able to share the creation of the music and the fun with my brother, but especially the rest of the group, just like sharing those little moments of like when you're writing something and it's like, oh my gosh, he knew exactly oh, what I was talking works. about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like the trust that you have with each other and the bond. And we just like would do anything for each other, which is, yeah, that's beautiful. He's my brother, but also to have that in my bandmates as well as really cool. it, it that whole thing really evolved with the bluebird album writing and tracking the bluebird album there were so many moments where um you know you're like really in the thick of it writing a song or or you're you know you're like writing a verse or something and when you say okay you know what if we tried this or what if we tried that and it's just like the energy in, in the studio is like, oh my gosh, yeah, that was a really good idea. Or like everyone came, like there's several times where we all came to the same conclusion on what to do next for a song. Just like individually, but at the exact same time. Yeah, without really in <laughs> it, just kind of all reach the same conclusion. It's like there's that one audio on TikTok where it's like a million voices all going and then they all yeah. sync up at the same time. Yeah. It's like that. It's like all of our ideas are floating around and they all sync up and it's just like, you can just like feel it's like, Whoa. And I think it's because <laughs> we, we have written a lot of music together yeah. for, for a relatively, you know, quote unquote new band. We have yeah. worked a, a lot, lot together. Um, and there it's, I, that really, really came to head with, with the Bluebird album. There's so many times where, 
you know, I there's a lot of vocalizing because none of us uh, read or write like sheet music. We're all self-taught. That's so uh, crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it is kind of crazy to, to think about. And like, like Tanner, our bassist, who, you know, is our producer and like me, both of us can play the drums, not as good as Drew, our drummer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll be in the studio and, and you know, we're, we have a, a brain for drums and we'll like vocalize like, do -do -do -do, you know, like, like, what <laughs> and then Drew will go over to the kit and just do exactly what we were thinking. It's like, how, how does that happen? Same with Mark, you know, like I'll vocalize like, oh, Mark, you, on the guitar, you should, like a, you know, or whatever. Yeah. He'll, he'll, just, he'll just look down and just do exactly what my brain was hearing for what. That's insane. Do. Especially yeah. considering that you, you don't reference like, oh, a certain chord or whatever, you know, like that's, that's actually insane that you guys are all so like in sync with each other. That's incredible. And, um, how has it been like you know obviously you guys are siblings did, did you guys ever imagine that you guys would be like making music together in a band is that a goal you've always had or how did that kind of come to be i did yeah I, so yeah i think um whenever we originally were born we both were born in texas and our family moved up to omaha in 2008 and there was a lot of downtime where we didn't have a ton of friends. <laughs> and would, I would play the piano individually, and then he would play the piano individually, and then we kind of joined forces. And we've always, I mean, we've always been best friends, like, since before I can even remember. So what's your age gap? Two, two years. years. Two years? He's mm -hmm. two years older okay. than me. Yeah. nice yeah that's not bad at all that's that's very close um because yeah I, I told you i have a twin and that's yeah it's it the, yeah the connection we have is so special obviously and we we literally grew up together we had a lot of the same friends we had some of the same like interests some different but it we're best friends we literally live together now we just moved out on our own together and it's it's been awesome and oh. yeah yeah, having that two-year age gap, I feel like, is is almost nothing. So that's that's really cool that you guys are able to just bond through. And music is, like, one of the strongest connections anyway. It's one of the biggest connectors yeah. in this world. And that's cool that you guys are able to make it together. So Yeah. yeah. I, I would say forming a band was always – because, like, the goal. for me on the piano, like, I, I don't even really think of – the piano and feel good as a like main instrument it's always you i shouldn't say always but it's usually like a foundational piece which is a lot different than what a lot of pianists in in you know like rock music is normally a piano is like on the high end and it serves as like some sort of a lead or you know like a like a melody and with us a lot of the piano is like the low end like almost like a base like, a base, yeah. like yeah. foundation because that's just how we write like mm -hmm. a lot of times i'll come up with the chord progression or whatever and so i'm playing like on the low end on the piano so i always wanted to do you know guitars drums full band stuff and and like when we first started with feel good i didn't even plan on playing on stage with you guys yeah i was true. like i'll just oh, wow 
stuff and you guys like do your own thing and i'll just always be in the studio like, no, with you guys after writing but, yeah mary was like no that's not gonna happen we're you're gonna play like, yeah us. now you're gonna play with us <laughs> so you you didn't even want to be in the spotlight you just wanted to be like the behind the scenes dude you're like yeah i kind of helped make it happen but you guys are the stars like exactly. yeah that's kind of cool though yeah that's that's cool though you got you you got him to come out there and actually be a part of the band band like that's that's so cool that's like, <laughs> package deal sorry yeah yeah <laughs> you're like sorry but i don't care what you want but you're part of this now i'm dragging you in <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like if i would really want to do it without him so yeah that's I, cute. I would make it work but i would not be as happy <laughs> yeah i love sibling bonds it's so good <laughs> it's so good especially because yeah i i have such a close bond with with my my sister and um i have a brother that's four years younger than us and obviously i love him but the bond is not as strong as it is with my literal twin sister so it's i i do understand what it's like to just want to just do everything with your sibling and just yeah. you know have that connection so that's cool that's so awesome um are you guys going to be releasing any more music anytime soon or are you guys just kind of riding out the high of the album for now definitely going to continue riding the bluebird high i think for the yeah. future yeah um, trying to focus on content like we kind of talked about and um really connecting with our fans and playing shows and trying to get our reach as wide as we can. Yeah. But it is really, really hard for us to, to not, right? Yeah, we're, we're always tracking. <laughs> so we're always, I knew that was going to say that. <laughs> we are, uh, it's, it's impossible for this guy to stop. He's a machine. He just, <laughs> he just cranks, cranks it out like crazy. But yeah. Uh, do you guys live close by or like like close enough that you guys could write together like a lot or like how how does that work so i'm gonna take it if that's yeah, cool. yeah uh tanner um he has all of his studio equipment at his house oh nice uh, yeah and he lives like 15 minutes from my house um Same. so we get together once a week every wednesday um, nice. And like right now, when we get together, we are uh, practicing our our live set um, because for that September first album release show, we're playing the Bluebird album, so yeah. we have to make sure that we're super polished. But when we're not so focused on playing live stuff, we go to Tanner's place, and like like I said earlier, we're always tracking. Like I sometimes get bit by. Uh, the muse and it's like if i if i come up with a new song idea sometimes i like like i'll lose sleep until i track it at tanner's place and and get a new song started um, yeah. so we have i mean we have more music in the works but we're gonna sit on it for a really long time so that bluebird has its chance to um to fly Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We're in no rush. We're we're lucky that Bluebird is being perceived as well as it is. And it's you know, it's got like over a hundred thousand streams on Spotify and stuff. That's like incredible. That. Wow. That yeah, congratulations. That's insane. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And like I said, you you guys are incredible. And I really I, I heard you guys on a whim one day and was like 
they're cool. Let's try and get them on the show. And you guys are doing good things. So if people can just find you in an instant and fall in love with what you're doing, that's how you know you're doing it well. So thank, thank you. you. That's yeah. really good to hear. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's been fun. Uh, Bluebird is really important and special to us. So yeah. Yeah. We're to get it as far and wide as we can. Yes. And it will, it will, it will fly high. It will go, it will go far. <laughs> Full pun intended. But, all right. We are almost up with our time here and I'm just, I've been so, it's just, this has been such a great interview. I'm so glad to have you guys on it. It's been so fun getting a little bit of insight on your guys' lives, your, your writing, your, your new album. It's been so nice. So is there anything else that you guys want listeners to know about you at all before we wrap this up? I guess if you are new to the Feel Good fam, we're really happy to have you. We um, really just want to spread kindness and love and positivity and it's a lot easier to go through life when you aren't like completely alone. So yeah. if, you can, if you need a fam to be a part of, come we on in, you. baby. We got Woo-hoo. you. Yes, they got you guys. Go listen to the <laughs> brand new album, Bluebird. It's amazing. I'm going to be, I'm going to keep streaming it. It's incredible. So you guys are on the right track. You guys are doing so good. And I hope you guys, I wish you guys the best luck at your release show. It's going to be amazing. So you guys are going to do awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate what you do for the community as well. And shining a light on bands like us and women like me. And we could not do what we do without people like you. So thank you. Thank you. You do. Oh, that means so much to me you can see here now i'm like oh you guys you're making me feel all like <laughs> all goopy i don't know i'm like oh <laughs> so thank you i i really love what i do and i really love promoting to people like you you guys are good honest people who just want to make people feel good so you know <laughs> in this kind of shitty world we live in so yeah. the best, <laughs> so we gotta do what we can <laughs> we do we do so thank you guys again so much for being on here you guys have been incredible guests so yeah thank you guys you guys can follow them on social media as well make sure to check out their new album all that good stuff so Sweet. thanks guys you have a good rest of your day you too all right everyone that was my interview with feel good. I hope you guys are really feeling good after that interview. I know I am. I had such a great time with them. If you guys want to keep up with them on Instagram, you can follow them at feelgoodbandne. They are from Omaha. They are amazing. They are here to stay and they just want you guys to feel awesome listening to their music and that is just their mantra. So make sure you follow them. Check out their music. They're amazing. This is where I'm going to have to leave you this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. It means so much to me. I hope you guys really liked our featured artists, and I hope you guys liked our new segment this week. Once again, make sure you get in your TikTok entries to win a 15-pound gift card to Brownie's shop, Wicked Wicks. You can get some really cool jewelry, some wax melts, candles, eyelashes, Brawny merch, all the cool stuff. So, Make sure you put in your entries, make a really cool TikTok using her song, Your Ex-Girlfriend, and make sure to tag Pop Punk Promo in the post. 
Have an incredible week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you again so much for tuning into this week's episode. You can tune in again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for a brand new episode and a brand new interview. Stay safe out there, be good to yourself and each other, and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later! For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.